The following is a paid program and does not necessarily represent the views of iHeartMedia. Securities and advisory services offered through Investicorp, member FINRA, SIPC. Information provided during the J. Arnold Wealth Management Company show is intended for informational purposes only and should not be considered advice. Please consult with your own investment advisor or tax advisor before making any investment decisions. This is the J. Arnold Wealth Management Show. All right, time now is stepping up to the microphone here tonight on uh, what? How do you describe it? Uh, the Indians' uh, ass whooping? Uh, yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> two, two years in a row, an ass kicking. Uh, it's depressing because I can't. Ever since that Cubs let down, I think. Well, we we're owed. We're owed. You know, yeah, two years in a row now. But three hard. in a row. Yeah, I mean, and it. Well, I, I got to give them credit for the Cubs. The Cubs series. I mean. They had no business even going there. Yeah. And they played their, out of their minds. Okay, Susie Sunshine. Yeah. What about this one, though? This, I mean, these two years, it's unacceptable. I mean, it's unacceptable. just... Unacceptable. Uh, we I had mean, the talent. Uh, our bats couldn't come alive, etc. It sucks. Yeah. And but to, hey. And today was just... Uh, uh, selfishly, I had an unbelievable week and weekend. How's that? Well, uh, Buckeyes won. YSU won. Jen and I gave away our scholarship to YSU. was announced on the field, and... Jim Trussell and Ellen made us feel very comfortable, and uh, Dan Cobb and Paul McFay, they just treat us like kings and queens. And uh, uh, and then my son scored his first touchdown uh, in his flag football game, you know, at age five. It was just a – and, 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 and then I got to tell you, I – Five years old. Five years old. And, and, and the cherry on top of the Sunday was Kavanaugh got Supreme Court uh, right. confirmed and – you know, I just I think you agree that was that that was a bunch of horse manure. Oh, absolutely! It would have set a precedence in the United States that would have been ruined us forever. Right. If he wouldn't have uh, got it confirmed based on an allegation, and so all is well with the general wealth management household. All right. So so flag football. Mm-hmm. So okay, got all that going. Well, that's a good thing, and I'm glad to hear that. But all right, moving on. Now, let me ask you this. Uh, let's see. They say historic uh, uh, unemployment hasn't been this low since 1969. Yeah, yeah. All right. So everything I'm reading, yeah, I want you to give some analysis I here will. tonight. That's all right. I want you to give some analysis from a national level and a local level. This is a long question. Are, are you ready for it? Locally, if you look at it, okay, and this is what a guy was explaining to me. Locally, if you look at it, two-thirds of General Motors is closed down locally. Because two thirds, yeah, yeah, one, thir- one third is open, that's two thirds is closed, yeah. and there's and the, and it's uncertain what the future holds for General Motors Lordstown. Uh, so well, two, I can tell you. Oh, hang on a second. Oh, Northside Hospital has shut down. Mm-hmm. Uh, so a lot of what's going on locally isn't that great. However, we have TJX opening up. However, those jobs don't pay what General Motors pays or what Northside uh, had paid. So this guy is asking me, ask John what he thinks about it. When you take a look locally, you see a lot of help wanted signs, but it's 12 or $13 an hour. What's going on locally? And then contrast that to what's going on nationally with uh, historically low unemployment since 1969. All right, there's the question I ask him. Now I'll sit back and listen. Okay, so... There's one other thing, right? And I told him, well, John goes to Florida and he gets out, you know, into these well, conferences like that, in these Chicago. Well, not diligence conferences all over the country, Houston, Austin, Texas, right. uh, Tennessee, South Carolina. It, it's gangbusters down there. Their only complaint is we can't find enough quality help. Right. Uh, here, Youngstown, Ohio is one of the greatest things about Youngstown, Ohio is the people. You know, you, you look at the Jim Trestles and the Ann Maranskis of the world and the, the powerful leadership here. Um, 
Sam Cavelli. Here in the Cavellis, and they can go as old ones, et cetera. I can go on and on. And they give so much back to the community. And in and, and the, and the bread and butter of our community are people like small businesses like Ron Verb and John Arnold and my, even my competitors, et cetera. You know, we're providing jobs and we're great people. There's a great base of people here. The problem is that's all we have left. The other, the other, I want to say the catalyst, the thing, the thing we're missing is that seed, that seed business that, that catapults everything else, like a BMW manufacturing plant, like a, you know, XYZ pull the lever for 25 bucks an hour. Well, that is what Lordstown is. Yeah, hear me out. And unfortunately, <clears throat> this area <clears throat> has not attracted those folks, and now it's caught up to us. Where you know, you know Youngstown State is obviously a, a great employer, Southwoods. But it's getting less and less and less. So, you know, if you're an investor, from an advanced investor standpoint, I can tell you unbiasedly, I've been to Austin, I've been to Houston, I've been to Chicago. It's it's a crazy runaway freight train when it comes to the economy in a good way. Youngstown, Ohio is not a good representative of the markets and, and how the economy is doing. It's just not. And I, and, I, and that it comes down to the leadership in our, you know, political leadership that's been helling us down for 40 years. And that's why I'm a strong uh, proponent of the new blood coming in like Ralph changing Richard. it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not in, and listen, I'm not so biased to where if there wasn't a great Democrat out there, a strong Democrat is willing to do things right and, and get businesses coming flowing in instead of flowing out, they would get my vote. So it's, it's an unbiased lecture here in the fact that, but we Something's need to change, change our low. Lo, yeah. lo. So when you go out and yeah. lo, when you're talking, when you go out and you see all of this taking place, you're not not to say that we don't have our assets. Obviously, TJX Warehouse wanted to be in Lordstown, and that could attract other warehouses. We shall see as time because we have Macy's, we have Chipotle. Do you know what attracted those folks other than the, the transportation? What you know, we have great crossroads between Chicago, New York, Akron, Canton, et cetera, Cincinnati. I can go on and on and on. Pittsburgh, Cleveland. It's this. Our square footage is ridiculously cheap here. But you look at some of our, our warehouse yards and, and our yards out there that are just la- you know sitting there growing weeds. If you're a, if you're a huge corporation out there and you can get two and a half dollars or three three dollars a square foot versus twelve dollars a square foot for the same thing, and you can and obviously our folks here are willing to accept twelve to fifteen bucks an hour, and you can live decent here for that, uh, which is not always a good thing. There's a there's a lot to be said there. I don't know why we don't have a business development board, like I've sat on. I've sat on a business development board in Palm Beach, and I've seen what they do and what it takes. There's a constant business going on to get other businesses. But isn't it? Is, it would you agree? Coming. It's easier for Florida and the places where people want to retire to for weather purposes. It's a lot easier for a lot of those places than it might be. Let me bounce this off you. There's a number of things I, I, I want to do. Uh, you know, I'm going to get into national stuff with them. Just stay tuned. Locally, uh, political corruption, strong union mentality. Um, a lot of issues, uh, organized crime, less of an issue these days. But, you know, political corruption continues. Uh, it does. So, so, about the leadership. Right. So that is hard to overcome. And then when you talk about Palm Beach, well, they got the weather and no, people no, no, want to no, move you're there. Wrong. Let me tell you something. I mean it this respectfully. <clears throat> We've had a challenge in Palm Beach attracting uh, affluent manufacturing businesses. Okay. So, too hot or what? Nope. No, the, 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 this is a horrible thing to say. The town down there is, is lean. The town down there is lean. What, what we lack here as far as like tropical trees and weather and 
beautiful places to go. We gain in human capital. Our human capital here is outstanding compared to Palm. What Beach. does that mean? Workers. Our worker, our workers are very well trained. Mm-hmm. Uh, the very, the work ethic's very strong. As opposed to going to the beach. As opposed to that, and you think that's funny? It's not. I'm telling you, I, I, I'm telling you from the horse's mouth. Our main roundtable discussion is how do we get people that are graduating college and trade schools to come here and not just call off and say I'm going to the beach today because that's literally what they tell you. Mm-hmm. And they don't care because they bad think work ethic, bad work ethic. There's the trust funds. The wealth is down there. So tremendous. In addition to that, they can quit a 15, $18 an hour job tomorrow and get one the next day. It doesn't matter. The surplus of jobs are just there. <clears throat> and we, so what we did as a business development board, is we said, well, let's attract hedge funds down to Palm beach. And what, what, so why I'm telling you that is uh, we found that we were never, we're not going to be able to attract the manufacturing Folks, it's just not going to happen. But Florida has no income tax. And, you know, hedge funds are traditionally in Connecticut. Oh, can I get, put a comma in there? It has no income tax, but let me tell you what they do have. They will tax everything under yeah, they do. Your property tax is high down there. This is what uh, my brothers have said. My property tax is the same exact as here, by the way. Well, yeah, but it's still expensive down there. And, if, if, for example, you need a permit for everything. You're going to put yeah. in an air conditioner, you need a permit. You're going to put in a granite, counter, granite countertop, you need a permit. Oh, you, you, a- anything you do, any improvement you make on your house, you got to go get a permit. If you doorsteps, it's going to be a permit. Okay. Right. Yeah, uh, and, I agree. And the reason for that permit is to raise your taxes. It is, but hear me out. That's not what you're worried about as for your hedge fund. If you're bringing in 40 to $50 million to a billion dollars in revenue a year, well, and you're in New York. You're getting. You're paying ridiculous taxes in Connecticut. So how does this translate to your original question? We have not found our niche here. We we. That's what drives me crazy. Is why haven't we we have why I, I talked to Tito about this before he got elected. Why haven't we formed a business development board where it's a group of folks, maybe the Ranskys and John Arnolds and everybody that wants this area to succeed? Why are we we haven't formed this board to call folks looking for cheap square footage why haven't we reached out and say we got this tax abatement for you we have all these things we have this affordable housing we have this beautiful country club and the lake club we have mill creek park why aren't we aggressively approaching that where is our niche and then once we find that niche and attack it and, and, and we can make our model i think it may be a, kind of in a water what are you know i mentioned a negative in the beginning and uh this was all actually, and this was all been generated by an email. The guy sent me about ask John Arnold this and gets so bear with me. We're going to get the national stuff. Mm-hmm. All right. So with that being said, I still say TJX Warehouse. I say the Chill Can Company in Youngstown. Yeah, I still say example. almost a billion dollar plant just pretty well completed in Lordstown, and the potential of another billion dollar plant to generate electricity, a natural gas plant. All right, so those so those are all big products. General Motors is still there. Granted, I think the future of it is definitely in the air. Unless they convert that to an SUV, small SUV, it's, truck shop. It's up in the, the air. It's really fifty fifty yeah. at best. Yeah. Uh, so so and now this gentleman is saying when you got GM at fifty fifty with uh, one third with one shift left that pays that kind of money, the ripple effect of the trucking to the restaurants to the local community here is huge. This is what he was saying to me. You throw in Lordstown or Northside, that's also huge with, you know, a lot of people made good money there. These are good paying jobs. So now, you know, we got this other stuff coming, but economically, those jobs don't replace these high paying jobs. 
You know what I'm saying as far as what they pay hourly. Hang on, John Arnold, we'll talk about that. The cost of living, national issues. It's not going to be easy. He might run out of the studio screaming tonight. Absolutely. All right, there we go. We're back. John Arnold uh, is with us, News Radio 570 WKBN. All right, so with all of that being said, you see what uh, what they were saying is the jobs are placing the yeah, ones of potential we were losing pay a lot less. Is, is his, but I'm trying to say there's just positive the sides. Yes, it's well, going to get there. That's a ridiculous there. question. And, I, and I'm sorry to say that because I'm sure he's an awesome guy and he's a great listener, but. <laughs> Who cares market-wise related what's going on in Youngstown, Ohio? But that's the paradigm that people are operating from. Exactly. They don't travel like you do to see the we've other been, well, paradigm. And, then, and, and, you know, this guy is saying to me, well, you get on there and you tout Trump, you know, unemployment's the lowest since 1969. You know what I'm saying? And all in renegotiating Forget NAFTA and I mean, tariffs. The rest of the, the country, though, is doing Explain, uh, so we mentioned locally, explain, compare that to what's going on nationally and how the economy is as a whole i don't know why i'm hearing that there we go and explain to me why take that local stuff and compare it to the Listen, national economy if you're, how are things going nationally they're going unbelievably well right you go to houston texas literally visit houston texas and you'll see you can't look 400 yards down the street while i've seen some great gigantic crane putting in skyscrapers you can't look down the street and see mm-hmm. a ridiculous amount of economic growth so is Trump South making Carolina. a difference? Trump is making a, a great difference. Trump is, well, again, we always go back to this. Whether you like or hate the guy, the, the numbers are there. Why? The numbers are there. Okay, what, what has Trump done, in your opinion, that has made the economy soar? He's, he's made it for people like you and I in a big business. He's, made, he's, took down, he's taken down the fear for growth. Mm-hmm. Like, like regulating more for rules. For instance, when, when, when President Obama was in, like, I'll, I'll give you an example, okay? So I kind of want to, right now I'm looking for a larger building because I want to I, I grow and I want to expand. I have an opportunity to employ maybe 60, 70 people making a lot of money. And and I'm, I'm, I'm looking to do that because I believe in where, the way the direction the, the, the country's going under our, this leadership. Um, and, I, and I have fellow business owners that are much more successful and wealthy than mine feel the same way. So if those folks like me are feeling that way, I can't imagine if XYZ SP 500 is feeling that way. So it's what he's brought is confidence. We as business owners feel like somebody's got our back. We as business owners feel like the the the, the playing field is fair. Just his presence, Just his, presence. his election. No, his, 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 right now we don't have straight across the board broad stroke crazy regulations that are taking down businesses. They're just the opposite. We have fair and balanced. We have where the pendulum was swung. Like in my industry, before 2000, the Bernie Madoff issue, which is an example, there's a, million, there was a bunch of guys out there doing the scams. The pendulum was swung, not enough compliance, cowboy, wild, wild west. And then it swung to the other side. Well, it was just ridiculous. Everybody's getting fined out. Their eyeballs, like J.P. Morgan and, and Huntington and all the, you know, these banks that really didn't do much wrong, but they had the money to pay some fines. And, you know, they got caught in that, that machine and they got eaten alive. And then now pendulum's kind of swinging to the to the middle where it belongs, and so there's an example that the uh, the tax, you know, reducing tax on us. If you look at my tax bill, people would say, "I see why you have a you know I see why you have a complaint." Your tax bill, any small business owner's tax bill under President Obama or even President Bush, and you look at their their tax bill and say, "My God, I could employ so much so many more people here." And still pay a ton of money in taxes, but instead, 
What I do for profit margins is I'll pull, employ less, pay my stupid taxes, and say, man, what can I do to, to, for cost savings so I can, eat, uh, I can keep my profit margins? And so I'm, I'm explaining this as a small businessman who is really, I'm a pissing it in the big scheme of things compared to a large corporation. Large corporations needle this thing down to the, you know, to the milliset. And, 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 and if they're feeling this way and they say, wow, well, now we got a fair chance to employ more people, to produce more revenue, produce more service, produce more product. That's good for America. So it is. Just, so it is this Trump bump. It, it, it absolutely it, it, is. like you know. I hear people say his election changed business's outlook because of uh, uh, of how Obama was just bad news. Cutting regulations, cutting taxes, uh, dealing with uh, NAFTA and tariffs. All of this stuff has brought us to where this thing is soaring it for our country. Yes, historically yes. low. And you know what else? I, a lot of other business owners felt this way, and I definitely felt I felt like we punished success and rewarded failure in this country, and I still think we do. But I think the pen, I think this pendulum is swinging more to where, if you're out there trying and doing a and, and, and following the law and paying your taxes and trying to build a better product and service and do the right thing, I feel like now we have a fair chance to say. I'm li- I, I'm God smiling. A guy called me last week, and it was excellent. Tom from Niles, I'm going to quote yeah, I you. Know Tom. When he, when he called me and he says, you know, what are, we, what are the resistance? What are their signs going to say? We need more unemployment. What happened to ISIS? <laughs> this is the resistance movement. We need more unemployment. What happened to ISIS? What was the other one? Give us more regulations. You know, you know what I'm saying? Exactly what is their game plan? You know what I mean? This being the Democrats who people want to take control of terrible, it. made a terrible, terrible move of Kavanaugh. That was a checkmate on their part, unfortunately. Oh, the craziness of it. You know, they played a, They played the game to where they thought they were going to shove them out. It didn't work. It was, was that mob mentality it. stuff. And oh, I God. sat there, John, I'm glad that you brought that up. I sat there like with my mouth, and I'm thinking, is this America, the screaming and hollering? Even when they were taking a vote and, and just what I was looking at. Well, not only that, but what in the world? Like our country was founded, our laws, based on the presumption of innocence. And just the public humiliated guy with no no evidence, and then you demand an FBI investigation, and, and you it, get one. But now the FBI, did, the FBI who's probably created the investigation, wasn't good it wasn't good enough for those guys. And and you know it, it was a damn shame. It, it, I, I'm fired. And it up. wasn't going to change any vote anyway. No, I mean it, no. it wasn't I mean, going to change. Found what they found, and right was not much. Right, and um, and the people that believe say they believe this woman. Even though her best friend, nobody recalls it. Back with John Arnold, Market Talk, and more straight ahead. The following is a paid program and does not necessarily represent the views of iHeartMedia. Securities and advisory services offered through Investicorp, member FINRA, SIPC. Information provided during the J. Arnold Wealth Management Company show is intended for informational purposes only and should not be considered advice. Please consult with your own investment advisor or tax advisor before making any investment decisions. This is the Jay Arnold Wealth Management Show. All right, now let's uh, let's uh, talk uh, markets and bull markets globally and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, let's tie got, it all together. Got an, I got on a rant there, and I apologize, to the listener. But I think, but I think that's an important thing you know because why? there's a lot, there's a lot of people out there. You have this segment of society, the mayhem that we saw with this Democrats uh, uh, stuff that says we want to take control of Congress. And maybe you can explain it to me. Why would you want somebody to take control of Congress when everything I look at 
is in a positive direction. Can you? I mean, you want I, me to explain it? Yes, I'll explain it because I, I don't get it. Everything. If if you have the lowest unemployment since 1969, we're not thinking about ISIS and terrorism, that kind of stuff. You you, you know, renegotiating NAFTA, all of this stuff. Explain it to me. It's called power and equalization. If you <laughs> now, say, what does that mean? All right. So when you're earning your own paycheck, when you're providing for your own health benefits, when you're providing for your retirement. And the government's not in your in your backyard and providing those to you. Can I just say what you said to me on what you pay per month for your health? Seventeen hundred dollars a month you pay for health. Six thousand dollar deductible. Seventeen hundred a month. Medical mutual average plan, and that's what I pay. Seventeen hundred. And, and when people tell me when they look at my my payroll taxes, my state taxes, my government tax or my federal government taxes, property, I got to pay a ridiculous amount tomorrow, and then my health care. Don't tell me, don't give me your BS that I don't pay my fair share. Don't give me that. Oh. And again, John Arnold is a, I'm a pissant in the world of success. Right, but working so your you ass off. Imagine what, what it feels like if you had a hundred person uh, factory, pull, people pulling the lever and your payroll is a million dollars a month. Mm-hmm. What does that feel like when somebody's always taking your share of the pie and you're the one putting the money and mm-hmm. you're the one taking the risk? And that's And that's why I'm so fired up is because... This country was founded on this, especially this town, was founding on hard work, taking risk. The good guys get rewarded, the bad guys get thrown in jail, or they get the the minimal amount of money and food to live on. And then after it's gone, it's gone. And now it's a reward for 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 failure. And now the guys like you and I and the other folks out there are getting punished. And they say, "Well, you got enough, or you just got, well, you know what? You know why I got that? Because I worked my ass off for it. That's why." Mm-hmm. And you weren't willing to. So when you're talking about, they want to take the power away from the from the working man and woman who is providing the paychecks, and they want to take and equalize all of us. And that's what the Democrats want. And that's why I'm I'm out of my mind, pissed off. And that's why a lot of folks are turning away from the Democratic Party because it's not my dad's Democratic Party. Oh no, not my at all. My grandpa's Democratic. I was four. Mm-hmm. I was four. This you, is a much different right. one. I was for, you know, vacations and holiday pay and sick time off and making sure somebody didn't get booted out of a job because they turned 55. I'm, I'm for all of that. But don't you That's feel... That's humanity. Don't you feel, okay, we don't have a problem with ISIS. Don't you feel things are right. going pretty good right now but, nationally? But here's my point. That's not what the Democratic Party is anymore. The mm-hmm. Democratic Party is shoving, um, you know, men in the grown women's ba- into women's bathrooms and mm-hmm. Hollywood liberal... Uh, limousine people and like that's a nonsense. That's not my dad and my my family stood for. That's not what Youngstown was, and that's what the, the Democrats represent. And when you see like the the, the earnings from companies coming in, are yeah. they good? They're great. They're going to be listen. They're going to be unbelievably record breaking again this quarter, especially because why the economy so the economy soaring. I so I can't talk in guarantees and absolutes. So I so let me rephrase and say I believe that's what's going to happen. I've been right the past eight times I've said that. <laughs> and I think in, in, the, in the fourth quarter. I, I think he the, predicted the Indians would win the series. I no. did not. I did not. <laughs> I, had to a, give you, hey, I had to give you a cheap shot. I thought I you were getting a little cocky a little there. Gut punch. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> no, ten, and so if you're worried about the market letting a little bit of air out of the balloon right now, don't. You want this. And I'll tell you what's setting up right now. So what's setting up is a Santa Claus rally. So if the market's full of steam ahead in September, and it goes in the third quarter or end of third quarter, and it's, it's going, 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 going. It's going to have to deflate somewhere probably end of the year. It's just the way it goes. But, but the beautiful part about what's going on now is the steam's being released a little bit in, in, in mid-October, 
and probably the third week of October. And you'll see it start to pump up and level out and stabilize probably mid-November and get ready for a kick-ass Santa Claus rally. Because that's where companies make their money. That's where CEOs make their bonuses. That's where, you know, shareholders get rewarded, et cetera. So uh, they're trying to pump up their earnings per share as much as possible and make their their balance sheets look as as good as possible for people with traditional fiscal years. So uh, at the end of the day, if you're you're one of these folks that are worried or, hey, oh, no, the market lost X amount of points in this amount of time, the the market's not for you then. Well, S and P was down today. Nasdaq oh, was down. Oh, killed the, the, the Nasdaq, which is my no, favorite. No, no. Why is it just letting the steam out? Is there yeah, a reason well, for you that? Well, the underlying catalyst I see is interest rates. Listen, we need that interest rate increase. That, that's to keep down inflation, correct? That's to keep down inflation and and conquer the quantitative 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 easing that's been going on, which is the ease of getting money in in layman's terms. And you know, for I want to say two thousand nine, we had almost zero percent interest rates. That means Companies were getting and banks were getting money at very little cost at all, and the, the 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 money supply was very inexpensive. If you let that go on for too long, you're going to create a crazy inflationary environment, and then it's going to have a reverse effect of why. It was so as interest rates go up, yeah. it's to the control bond inflation will go down, and and you know that will make bond prices go down more than they should. Uh, but but back to what my point was is uh, yeah, it, it's the to control the money supply control the inflationary environment so it's steady, so it's, are, it's fair and healthy. Are you seeing inflation? Uh, uh, talk a little bit about inflation I as am. a whole. I am. I, I, I haven't seen crazy inflation, but if you just look at, um, Brett, you look at your, your everyday Groceries. household, you look at your cable bill, oh, yeah. or you look at your, 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 your cell phone bills, just look at the everyday things that are going up. There, it's, a, it's death by a thousand cuts. They're slowly... They'll tack on an extra dollar here, and they'll tack on an extra this, or they'll tack on an extra fee here. And really what it is is a counterbalance their cost of going up, okay? So, sorry about that. So, um, basically, I, I like the I like what's going on in here with the slight interest rate increase. It was needed. I told you it was going to happen. It did. It's probably going to happen again. <laughs> and it's a good thing. It's healthy. It's 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 really a healthy thing for the market, and this pullback is very healthy. If you have a so the pullback's good for the, if, from an investment standpoint because of December to come exactly and I'll tell you people and you're still bullish right I'm very bullish so people getting in getting on board with me now or getting lucky if they've had cash or coming from another advisor that wasn't so great um, you know we're going to be able to buy Amazons in the 1800s versus 2000 we're going to be able to pick up some ISRG you know you know with a coupon. Uh, we're going to be able to pick up Square with a coupon, et cetera. I, these are things I mentioned on the radio before. And, again, it's not a buy or sell recommendation. It's just something I'm talking about doing my own uh, on my own. So don't buy based on that. But people getting in with me right now are going to get just getting lucky. They're you mean getting lucky you, you mean like, for example, because of the pullback. you got a meeting tonight. I know you're, a, right. you're, you're going out. So when, when somebody comes in and is meeting with you today or tomorrow mm-hmm. or something like that, now, here's my question. I'm serious. It's a lucky time for them to come, yeah, I wish come I could see say, you. Yeah. And if they're coming out of the bank or if they're coming from another thing, it's a good time. Yeah, give, let me give you an example. People who came to me at the beginning of August, you know, they're not experienced that, that those crazy results that people have got, got with me in, since January. They're going to get them eventually, I believe. I mean, based on what I think the market's going to do. But, you know, they, they made a bunch of money in October or, or September and August. But we take a, they, we've taken a lot of the gains back. So I look like a normal advisor right now, but again, I'm I'm we'll either dollar we'll either dollar cost average in, or we'll just hang tight because I think there's a lot more room to go on the things we have. 
but people getting in from the bottom, you know, just cash investors or people coming over from a, you know, XYZ firm that or in a bunch of American funds would suck. Uh, you know, they're going to, they're, they're, they're going to, they're going to come out way ahead. All right. I want to ask you this question and, and, and I, I, I'm just going up, no, going go around. All right. What is, uh, and I'm dying to hear the answers. What is the answer to healthcare and the cost of healthcare? I wish I had them. I wish. I, I mean, what is the answer I'm to this problem? When I'm thinking of you at seventeen hundred and a six thousand dollar deductible, and I'm thinking of businesses that are paying that and these high deductibles, it's tough on you. It's tough on businesses. It's tough on individuals. If you're not on Medicaid or you're not getting some supplement from the government, you're feeling if you're productive this health care cost. And then when you go to the doctor, you got to pay more of your money towards that. What is the answer here? First of all, the, the true answer I could, the true answer is right in front of our faces. We'll never let it. We'll never. It will never become. There's too much money involved. There's too much lobbying. For instance, there's one. The first fix is interstate. No more interstate guidelines or or boundaries. Meaning, free market system. Blue Cross Blue Shield slash Anthem should be same price it is in Ohio. Should be allowed to shop in California provider. Basically, all 50 states should have completely free markets to where I could shop in Oregon or Florida or Ohio or Maryland or Delaware. Nationwide, nationwide competition. Nationwide competition, a pure free market. And no one's actually pinned a congressman down or a senator down and say, why is that not allowed? And I'll tell you the reason why. It's because there's too much money to be lost. You got Medical Mutual and Anthem. I wish uh, Ray was around on the show. They are the dominant players in the healthcare market right now in Ohio. It, it may be united on the Medicare sub stuff. But you got three dominant players. If you don't get one of those three horde of horses, you you have no health care. Maybe Golden or something, whatever it's called. But that's United. But first, first case, first first thing you do, full free market. That completely will will bring premiums down in a, in a, in a jiffy. The second thing is, is people don't like to hear this because I'm I'm very anti-government, uh, not a socialist, but we do need a baseline governmental health care provider. But it should be for catastrophic purposes only you know if you break your arm or you're going for the doctors for the sniffles or sutures or whatever and it's going to cost you five or six hundred bucks and that's the way it's going to go but there should be a government plan that all of us can buy to this basically it's like a, a limit plan say after the first 50 after the first fifty thousand, like a reinsurance and you buy this government plan heart attacks cancers things are pre-existing you know catastrophic stuff a true catastrophic boundary plan that for three hundred dollars a month, straight across the board kicks in after you pay fifty or something. Right, exactly. So now the health insurance would know. Health insurers would know. Hey, listen, our max out of, our max out of pocket insurance wise fifty grand. Mm-hmm. All right. Most of if you look if you call if I had like ten doctors that do urgent cares or ER say, tell me about your ER visits. Tell me about your urgent care visits. What are the major well majority of them are strep throat, laryngitis, the sniffles. Uh, um, in my a broken case, broken arm, burning on urination. Yeah, uh, frequent burning urination. <laughs> no, no kidding. Uh, you, know, you know, stuff that are it's primary care stuff. Okay. Mm-hmm. So there, there would lie a bunch of cost savings for insurance companies with a free market system. They could compete. Here's the problem: you do that, health insurance companies are going to start losing millions of dollars, and their share prices are going to fall. So you got to take lobbyists out of all healthcare. You're going to have to get a, a baseline government plan. And you have to make it a free Do you think that system. day will come? No, I do not. 
How, how then? Why won't it? When you're talking seventeen hundred dollars in two thousand eighteen, it's going to go up. It's going to be a breaking point at some point. Right. Why won't that day come? Um, unfortunately, you got too much money involved. But, Which but, I 100% but they're going to price everybody out, companies and everybody. They will. they will. And what they're trying to, and, and, and the government loves it because I mean, the crap's got to hit the fan. It sometime. is. You're going to force everybody on Obamacare. Only the elite, wealthy, and wealthy will be able to afford health care someday, like a true health care insurance. And everybody else will be on ACA, and that sucks because mm-hmm. AC, For instance, if you're on ACA, you can't go to Cleveland Clinic. Mm-hmm. Think about that. I have friends and that are listening to this ratio right now that have special diseases that need certain remedies that only Cleveland Clinic can treat, specialize. They can't go, or it's out of pocket, mm-hmm. and and that stinks. So ACA so you is get not lesser health care. So when Barack Obama, President Obama, said, "Hey, you can keep your own doctor," and this is you know full blown. That was a flat out lie. Me, yes, and he needs to be called out on that because ACA has done more harm than good. And, we, and, were we and better off that. of the system before Obama? Right, came. but listen, if they control your money supply, they control your health care, they control your food, they control everything, they control you. And so they already got the stake in the heart of health care. John Arnold's here, Truth and Investing Show. Let's go to Mark in Salem. Mark, you're on with John. Yeah, how are you doing, John? I just had a question for you. Uh, my background is I'm 65. I've got about 170000 to invest. I, I mean, not invest. I've already got it in an existing IRA. I'm planning on working for another five years, maybe longer. How old are you, sir? 65? 65, yes. All right. All right. So uh, you're... Okay. Just, and I'm married, and I've got really no other bills. Uh, Haas is paid for and everything else. I uh, just wondered what you would have done for me in the past year, John. What percent would you, oh, you have earned? I can't. Me? I can't tell you because it's, it seems unbelievable. But more than well, well, let me just let me give a disclosure first, okay? So what I'm going to tell you, the past performance is not indicative, and it does not mean that it's going to be future performance. I love it when you do All that. Right, so, now, now, now so, wait a minute. Look, no, give the other disclaimer. I could be right. I could be wrong. I love the John Arnold disclaimer. And we have a balanced fund model that would I would is what you would have been in uh, with twelve to eighteen percent returns. So we'd have been moderate risk, which is highly unusual for a balanced fund in a regular year or regular say paradigm of bull market. That's usually a six to eight percent return. Uh, we just happened to got. You know, I have a couple individual equities in there that really pumped that um, that 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 performance up. But let's 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 talk about realistic expectations. So if we put you in a balanced fund, our goal would be achieve a six to seven to eight percent return using high quality dividend paying stocks, maybe some limited maturity bond funds, um, some utilities, and 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 that's that. And you're you just have to know. Because of the what the bond market, what's going on with it right now, uh, you're, you're going to get some major volatility because we'd have to use individual equities to get that return because bonds are just completely not safe right now. So, uh, but I also want you to know, and here's covering my ass a little bit, being in common stocks and being in individual equities such as ETFs, we would we could have potentially lost it all. So that's he has posed a, poses a question though, which is awesome for the listenership because. Right now, they're they're into a paradigm in the market that's so scary. There is no safe anymore. There is either is either money market at one percent, or utility slash balance fund at six to seven percent with risk. Used to be you can go into municipals, make four or five percent tax free. Um, you know, corporates a safer harbor. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, corporates some NAs and double A's get you four or five percent, and uh, it's you know, not you there feel, now. You feel it's relatively. Not- 
Well, he'd feel relatively comfortable suggesting that, like a PIMCO total return or something. And uh, now I, I don't feel comfortable at all with anything bond related. So in his case, you would say he would be at what twelve percent return? No, no, no. Well, if he would have started with me in January a year, a year ago, yeah, yeah, you're looking at twelve to eighteen percent, right? But which is highly unusual. Got to disclose that that was highly unusual. It's a good year. It was a really good year. And, and a again, typical I can't year would be what six to eight. Six to eight, and and, and again, I got to disclose. There's going to be some risk there. You could lose it all. Um, okay. Is a be, is a benefit though that this guy's going to continue working at sixty five? No, I don't. I think that's crazy. You think he's crazy? This is my dad who's sixty six, <laughs> and he's Medicare age, and he could afford to retire and say, "Dad, between sixty five and eighty are your last great years to live. Don't work another damn hour and go enjoy whatever it is you enjoy, whether it's fishing, golf, maybe enjoy somebody does. And if he does enjoy going to work, then so be it. But you know, you've been working probably since you're fourteen, like myself or my parents. You know, I think it's your time to, to enjoy your money. Right. Do you enjoy your work, sir? Yes, I do. I mean, it's it's not stressful, and it is enjoyable what I do. But uh, just to let you know, John, um, my investor, he got better than that. He got 20%, and you are my investor. <laughs> all right. I just want I just wanted to hear here. I, I listen to you all the time on the radio, and you've done me. I've only signed up with you 18 months ago. In this past year, you've given me over 20%. See, here's the I'm thing. Not, I'm not I'm allowed not to say this. Wait a minute. That well, was so, a trick question. No, I, <laughs> I, I'm not allowed to say this, those things on the radio. No, but, but I mean, yeah. see, that was yeah. a dirty pool, sir. You played a trick on yeah. us. All right. No, he, he, did, he did very good for me, and, and I'm glad I switched. I was, with, I was with a big house before, and they did nothing for me but, but buy and sell stuff for their own interest. Right. And John has... Uh, Done nothing but uh, I told him when I signed up with him, I buy high, low, and sell low. That's my philosophy. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, he's, and, he's, and he's I, in the I, contrarian I fund. Anything but look at my returns, and John's been handling it very professionally and very well for me. Excellent. Uh, well, I'm glad well, to hear that. Thank you for the call, and thank you, sir, for thank saying you. Thank what, you what really much, happened. John. Bye. Yeah, you're welcome. All right. Well, how so about that? See when it, so. If I tell, if I say something on the radio, I got to like, give that guy credit. That's like a trick question. You, I you love took that. that hook, line, and sinker. Right? Yes. See if here's a, if I say, but see, he said, "Listen, you did better than that." I that's know. a good. That's I know good. I did better than that, but if I say I did better than that, it seems unbelievable. Mm-hmm. So I kind of temper the the results down to what they really are because. No, you, I, I want to dissect his call for anything. Yeah. He made some very important points. Yeah. Twenty uh, percent, and you made some important points. These are. Remarkable way, times, that, those, those but we made one other point. important point. Go ahead. I came from where they were more interested in what they could make and not what I could make with the, the 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 buying and selling. That's what drives me crazy with you when you say, "Oh, you know, you you, you don't speak ill of people in your profession." I do. All right. Well, See what, what, what no, what that guy. Well, hang on. What that guy just told you was, I wasn't being treated very good where I came from. It was more about them buying and selling and making commissions. So well, now I'm serious. No, listen, hear me out. He said that. Those folks that I'm competing with aren't here to defend themselves. One. I'm listening to no, him. I know, I know. But the reason why I don't badger or like or I, 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 I criticize my competition, it's not fair to them. They're not here to give their side of the story, too. I used to be them. I know, but you're not so, anymore. So, you know, at the end of the day, I believe in my heart of hearts that they're just doing what they know how to do. They're not slighting anybody. Well, t- I, I'll go with what he had to say. No oh, oh, no offense, all right? Let's go next to Richard in Canfield. You're on with John Arnold. Hi. Hi. Go ahead, sir. 
I'm interested to know uh, what John thinks about uh, uh, Alabama and uh, oh. um, Amazon. What? Uh, I thought you were asking for a sports pick. <laughs> yeah, you sounded like you said Alabama. What did so they, let me answer that. I think Ohio State's going to kick Alabama. their ass in the national championship. All I right. thought he did say Al- Alabama. No, Al- Alabama, which, oh, is, which okay. is China's Amazon. I thought it was a sports question. <laughs> Listen, I can't, I'm not allowed to give a recommendation on the radio. Let me just say this. I'm very bullish on both of them. I'm scared to death of Alibaba only because it's in Chinese markets. Communist and, country. And, and the Chinese markets are allowed to print whatever they want on the newspaper, report whatever earnings that they want to report, granted it's an ADR, but at the end of the day, we have no um, we have no realistic law, legal power over them other than they really couldn't list on our exchange if we didn't, they didn't play by the ADR rules. Other than the ADR rules, I mean, China can say we're making X amount of dollars per share, and you just have to choose to believe them, and I don't. So here's the short answer to your question. I try to stay away from Chinese stocks, because I think the risk reward is not there. If if you can buy domestic stuff and get the same return or better, like in Amazon, and they have to they have to abide by SEC regulations on the reporting in Sarbanes Oxley, then I'm gonna go with the domestics, right? So I see. So if if it's if if I think I can get the same or better return in the domestic, that's what I'm gonna do. But I'm very bullish on both of them, but would say be very careful of any ADR especially a Chinese ADR right now because it can come out the bike yet. I see. Well, Did that answer your question, I have Rich? Amazon, and I've done very well with it, but mm-hmm. uh, uh, it looks like uh, some of the stock forecasts indicate you could make a bundle of money on uh, Alibaba. Yeah, you could, You know, the key word there is could, you know, shoulda, coulda, woulda. So you're in the yeah. coulda stage, and, uh, you know, I don't know if you listen to the program or not. We were in the Amazon territory between three and 400 and it's at 1899 today topped out in 2000 so you know i'm a player in amazon so and i and, and you know i'm not bsing you because if you listen to the show i called it out four years ago so um again risk reward if, if you're a player and you want that risk you know i don't you know there's a good chance you can make a lot of money with alibaba and sir i'm a big player in amazon i order stuff off of it <laughs> <laughs> just so you you big wigs know well is is that uh... The Chinese uh, um, stock market in a kind of a recession right now. I wouldn't call it that. I would call it a more of a pullback. I oh, wouldn't I call see. it. Yeah. I see. So, I, I, okay. the main thing is, Richard. I just want to make sure I answered your questions. Your question. Well, you did. You did answer the question. Uh, gave me your opinion about mm-hmm. uh, Amazon versus. Uh, uh, Alabama, and I'd appreciate it. All right. Now, welcome. would you like a question about Alabama at all and what you think about... Uh... Is he a college football guy? <laughs> I like Alabama. <laughs> all right. Thanks, Rich. Okay, uh, all right. Uh, could get ugly there. He likes Alabama. Uh, News Radio 570 WKBN with John Arnold. Brian in New Waterford. Go ahead, please. 655. Hey, you guys. Hey, good show. Thank you. Hey, I, I got a question here. When, you, when you're having a little conversation with someone, you say, man, the economy's doing really good. How about that stock market? And the first thing they do is come back and say, well, not everyone's in the stock market. Well, they're an idiot because one way or another they are, but go ahead. Right, right. I I just would like for you to give me a good comeback, not a smart, you know what, comeback, but just a a make sense comeback. And and the same thing when you say, man, 401Ks are really up. And they say, well, not everyone has a 401K. Well, that's true. Not everyone does. 
Right. But everybody, and, uh, but that's the beauty of America is everybody has an opportunity to get into an IRA. That's mm-hmm. right, right, right. So and, what they're saying is I made poor decisions, and shame on you for not making a poor decision. Caller, have right. you ever thought of maybe getting different friends that aren't so argumentative? <laughs> no, but you you know what I'm saying. No, I know, but see, there isn't a listen. I I think they're right in the fact that a strong economy doesn't directly correlate to strong market, vice versa. But I will say, <clears throat> here's where it is: if you if you have more jobs right now, more jobs and people, and you got better, you know, the best unemployment in 50 years. If you're not in a job that has a 401k or a 403b or a simple IRA or an IRA, or if you're not putting the money away even under the bed, shame on you. That that that's so. When they say, "Well, I'm not in the stock market," well, then that means you've decided not to be in the stock market. You can't blame somebody for being an idiot. You can't blame some, or they, because they're an idiot. You can't blame somebody for making a bad decision. At the end of the day, you made your own bad decision. Right, so, right. Wait, that's what are comeback. you talking about? Personal responsibility. What kind uh, of who heard of that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What, what I think, try, what I try to want to say to him is, every time you pick a piece of food or, yes. or whatever, it, it affects everything. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And even if they're on, even if they're on the government tit, some day, right. one right. way or another, if they have their Medicaid card or whatever it's called, and they go to the store and they can only buy so much, so many groceries because the price is higher now than what they used to be able to buy. They're still affected by the stock market. It's that right, simple. It's right. a supply and demand. Everything in life, everything in life, whether whether you choose for to, to cut your grass or your mate in life, or, or or a stock or a job, everything is supply and demand. Everything is supply and demand in life. All right. So that's their answer in the comeback. To get a hold of John Arnold's, uh, you'll find him. Uh, John Arnold is strategically located right there on hmm. Star. Center Plaza. Strategic. Yeah, Star Center right there. If you know where the poorhouse is, the restaurant at the bottom of the hill, if you go to the top of the hill is where the successful house is. Yes, the successful house at the top of the hill <laughs> on the left. Now, you can, you can get a free consultation from us at uh, 330-965-9890. The callers will tell you, the call in or listen to show them absolutely no pressure. It's free analysis. When you walk out, you'll definitely know more than when you started before you came in. Um most of the time, people say yes and, and say, here's my portfolio. Sometimes they don't. Um, nothing to lose, everything to, lose. to gain. And I'm like Ron said, I'm in Star Center Boulevard uh, uh, to the left when you come out of, when you come off 224. Phone number again? 330-965-9890. Thank you, John. Thanks, Ron.